0: because they they cut my (laughs) pension (laughs) funds and drilled a dell. That's all I did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to do anything.
0: Hey, maniacs. Hey, maniacs.
1: Midsummer Maniacs again. Midsummer Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast dedicated to the ITV series Midsummer Murders. Each week we dig into an episode of the show, including the murders, the mayhem, the loonies, and everything else we love. This week, Midsummer Murders, The Debt of Lies, season, season 23, 23, episode two. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And this is a spoiler podcast. We're going to ruin it. We're going to ruin it. We're going
0: to give it away. If you haven't watched The Dead of Lies, stop right now. Go back. Listen to the mini and then go watch it and then come back.
1: Warning, if you uh, let your kids know about your made up genetic diseases, they should be able to listen to the podcast.
0: So (laughs) the killer shouldn't be able to listen to this? I guess so. Because he couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. (laughs) Wow.
1: What a week. First week of the semester, and we are uh, well into January. And I got to say, people are listen People thought last week's episode was hilarious.
0: Good. I did too. Uh, I think it was because we were so slap happy from the chaos we're surrounded by. Yes. <laughs> You guys know that over Christmas, we had uh, the, the rain in the den from the pipe that the busted and the then the dishwasher broke. And then we finally got the dishwasher broke. And about the time the dishwasher got fixed, the dryer decided that it was going to be the bad kid and started like this screaming sound.
1: When I called the appliance repairman about the dryer, he said, hey, Mark.
0: <laughs> and, uh. So now we're surrounded by dirty laundry because yes. we can't dry anything. But, you know, there's plenty of places that they don't even have dryers. No. Remember when we were in Finland? Oh. that The family that we stayed with, they didn't even have a dryer. So. They just hang things up to dry. We could be doing that. This is also the, uh, <laughs> the house of baby gates.
1: Yes. So, so we're letting all of explore more of the house
0: yes she's old enough now that we don't keep her sequestered to one very large room with a giant sectional couch and chair and tv and where we spend rug evening, and, and, like we yeah, spend we a lot out, of yeah, time we had a baby gate up to keep her in there so that if we weren't home, she was in there. And we decided, let's put up a few more gates so she can come out of that room and explore the kitchen when we're in there and the yeah. dining room. And so I spent half of a Sunday putting together five baby gates of various widths on now, stairways now and doorways. we've done
1: this before. <laughs> yes. Having four two-year-olds, we have done this before. Oh,
0: yeah. But then Mark... Decided that since we had taken the gate away that stopped the dog from going in the laundry room, that we should put it back before the guy came to look at the dryer the first yes. time. And this is amazing. How long, how long did it take you to Took put it Took me an hour to put it together because
1: <laughs> Olive wanted to help really bad. <laughs> she must have knocked over the gate two dozen times before you could which, get it secured. And it's really loud every time. <laughs> and, and she runs away. And then comes back.
0: We also got, anybody who's ever put up a baby gate knows exactly what happened to you. They've they've experienced it. They're the most fiddly things ever. We also got two that have a tiny door in them because we also have a cat. Yes. And we didn't want to trap the cat. We wanted her to be able to go freely. I'm telling you, we needed
1: a PhD to figure all this out.
0: Luckily, I have one. Yes. And that's why I'm the one who put them up, apparently, because we thought we bought gates that had doors small enough that Olive and her little fat butt could not fit through them. Oh, no. (laughs) One of them, she clearly, I mean, just easily breezed right through when it was open. Yeah. No problem. The other one is a smaller door, and she had to pretty, she had to wriggle. She had to wriggle. But she could get through it. So I took a piece of heavy cardboard and zip tied it to the gate so that it covers about a third of the door, thinking that would stop her.
1: But now because of it, because the doors open, because the doors open, it's kind of created a slingshot situation where I've banged my foot, my <laughs> knees on that gate like three or four times now, because I've, it's right outside our bedroom I've door. I've heard damn gate under your breath at least a dozen times. But the best. Oh, come on. It takes, I have to go through three gates to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the best part was the day after I put the cardboard in, Olive had not noticed the cardboard and the cat went flying through the gate to get away from her. And I. Olive in her confidence.
1: Yes. She's chased, very confident. Chased
0: after her at full speed, thinking I could make it right through that little door, but she couldn't. No. Her head and shoulders did, and then her fat little <laughs> tummy got stuck. Was, it was a Winnie the Pooh moment. Yeah, it
1: was definitely Winnie the Pooh.
0: And I I didn't want to hurt her by just pulling her back. So I went around, because our stupid house has so many ways around. So I went around the library, through the office, to the bedroom, and went in to be in front of her at the gate. And she's just looking at me like, we're not going to talk about this. Nope. Get me out of here. Yep. And this never happened. This never happened. Do you understand? Like, I know things about you. Don't make me share them. I got her out. She didn't even make eye contact. She nope. just turned around and walked away.
1: Walked away. Never <laughs> happened. We will not speak of this. (laughs) What we will speak of is some of the cool stuff we have been watching this week.
0: Yeah. So we finished the rig, which took a turn that I wasn't expecting, but it was fun. I didn't like the ending. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's not haha fun, but it was (laughs) sci fi. It's worth watching,
1: but I didn't like the ending.
0: The best thing I think we watched this week was the Detectorist's
1: movie special, which is, it's just Toby Jones and Mackenzie Cook.
0: Uh, if you like the detectorists at all, this is just more of everything. Everybody you love. is there.
1: Yeah. Everybody they brought everybody back. It's really, really good. It's, it's fantastic. It has such subtlety to the humor and the understanding of male ego and it's funny. Emotions. It's touching. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a show about men. I I, I keep coming back to that, but yeah. it is a show about men and their relationships.
0: And I think it has the best theme song of any show I've watched it
1: does. in recent memory. It does.
0: It just and it If you watch it and you haven't noticed the theme song, really listen to it next yep. time. I'll tell really you
1: good. edge of your seat to the very last moment. Of it. Again. <laughs> yeah. Again.
0: We also watched the All Creatures Great and Small Christmas special with the wedding.
1: Which was so good. And that was so cute. Everybody with the, Guess what? An animal threatened. Had a crisis. <laughs> Had a crisis and threatened the wedding going off as planned. What do
0: you know? I know. Shock and awe. Shock
1: and awe. <laughs> we finished Cormorant Strike, yes, which has been um, around for a while. On HBO. Well, we finished everything that's on HBO Max. Yeah. There's a season not on HBO Max yet.
0: But I I like it, and I just pretend not to know who wrote it. Yeah, the books that it's based. on. We really on. like that actor. Yeah, I do. So. I do like him. But I think um, the Detectress is probably the best thing we watched. Period. Yeah. But the best mystery thing that we watched, was the first episode of season three of Vienna Blood.
1: Which I think is the best episode of Vienna Blood. It's real. Like, it's I really like good. I like Vienna Blood. Yeah. And it's
0: on PBS.
1: It's on PBS. And it is, it is so it's Vienna in pre-World War One Vienna. Mm-hmm. So- Just they, after Freud. They've been kind of walking around uh, Gustav Klimt a little bit, but right this episode, they're- Right in Klimptown.
0: Yeah, because it's about a fashion house where a woman is designing the exact kind of dresses that Klimpt had his models wear, yeah. including one that she never takes she off. She never changes
1: in the entire <laughs> She episode. wears
0: the same dress for four days, five days. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's, it doesn't have a corset, so, you know. She sleeps in it. She sleeps. wears yep. it. I don't know. Yeah. But it was very good. Good so. characters, good secondary characters. And I think a little laugh now and then. I think that I think they've added a couple of characters who are really good too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So highly recommended. Absolutely.
0: Are you ready yeah. for midsummer?
1: Well, there's a couple of things, another couple of things to cover. January fourteenth is to the day we're recording this, so mm-hmm. this Saturday. Uh, it's actually a big day in uh, Midsummer Maniac's history. Oh, it is? Yes. We reached our first 10,000 listens, 10,000 downloads.
0: Two years ago.
1: Uh, two years ago. Day. On this day. It took us five and a half months to get to a 10,000 10, downloads. And now how long does it take us? 30 days. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. That's because
0: of all the awesome people who listen. Yeah, that's, we have a great community that's now. That's
1: so fantastic. And that that really... and. That leads into our next thing, but really, what we're going to try to do this year is build community in every aspect of what we're doing.
0: Yeah, because we've only got so many episodes of Midsummer to do, and then it'll be a long time before we have more. And we just want to make sure that whatever we do that isn't Midsummer, when we're doing Mystery Maniacs, that yeah. that we're doing stuff that you like, because that's what makes it fun for us. So
1: and so because of that, we're going to do a content survey. I mentioned it last week, but it's going to come out this week. It'll be it'll be in the mailing list first. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be posted on all the socials too.
0: Should so I take like two or three minutes yeah, to fill it, it out? We
1: kept it low number of questions. It should only take two or three minutes to, to fill out. And your information is so helpful. Yeah.
0: we want We want to know what you like and what you don't like. So we know where we should go next.
1: Speaking of what we don't like, we do like. Speaking of what we do like. Well, what I liked and what other people liked is I made a reel of all the pictures that we usually put in the show notes mm-hmm. with little pithy sayings on them and threw it together as a reel for Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And people seem to like that. Cool. They like they were like, Oh yeah.
0: I spend a lot of time <laughs> taking those screenshots. So I'd like more people to be able to see them, and show notes aren't always convenient. Somebody,
1: somebody said they really liked it because it reminded them to go look at the show notes, which reminds me to put the show notes link in mm. in the text. But second of all, they were like, "I hope it doesn't uh, take up too much time." It is the easiest thing. It's to a fast. Do. Thing it's to super do. fast yeah. to do, and so. I think you'll be seeing more of those. Yes. Didn't we just do a mini on this episode like three weeks ago? We did. In the halcyon times before the collapse when of the we holidays. Were,
0: when we were naive and did not know of the ways of the bursting pipes and attacking dishwashers. So
1: when <laughs> when we do a mini for an episode, usually it's not this much, this little space between them. Yeah. But I listened to the whole mini and I was like, oh, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was in the before times was the, it was like uh, it, it is as as weird as listening to the like the 3 weeks before the collapse of civilization and, <laughs> from and the, the pandemic. The pandemic. We are like, ha ha ha! We're going to do this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> Isn't life fun? We had a whole bunch of stuff planned. And we were to Cancel it all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then life happens. That's, yes, that's what happens.
1: So we did a mini on this thing, and we asked for six watch like a maniac things.
0: Yep. Those were the unexpected feature on the Chalice Court website. Yes. How what? does
1: winter follow in Tom Barnaby's footsteps? hmm What's weird and comes in three colors in the cop shop? How many years of prison time did the thieves get? The rhythm
0: is going to get you.
1: Rhythm is going to get you.
0: You've just given away the answer right yep. there. Yeah. How? And then we ask about that green pizza box. And
1: everybody <laughs> responded.
0: Right away. They were right like, away. it's a pizza oven.
1: Yeah. And we're like, really? Yeah. And then people were like, here, here's a picture of me using the pizza oven. Yes. i we're I'm like, like, wow, I, those I are really cool. Is. Yeah. Now we know. So originally aired on the 19th of December, 2022. <laughs> Way back when. <laughs> Way back, less than a month ago. Uh, Gil Wilkinson directed this and it's written by Nick Hicks Beach. Turn on the garometer. I'm
0: going to put this at knife on the garometer.
1: Not for the first killing. But for the, the second, second one, one yeah,
0: um, because it's uh, woo, it's pretty shocking the second one when you get into it.
1: Yes, it is. So
0: for the barometer, Kniff,
1: Kniff. So we start day for night. Did you notice that? Whoa.
0: Well, I think it's supposed to be an early evening start to the party.
1: But it's like two in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: like broad daylight. I actually yep. looked at the shadows this time, and I'm like, wow, oh,
1: they're. Uh, Did you notice the brazier? Short. Yeah. The brazier is almost burning down the yes. building. <laughs> they have a brazier in front of this event, so the Barnabys are off to an event. It's a
0: pyre on a stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a bonfire on a stick. Yes, I was like, ah, this building's gonna blow down. Don't get your hair anywhere near no. that thing. No. no, certainly if you have certainly if you have any sort of hairspray in it.
0: The retirement party is a great way to start the episode because it gives us an opportunity to meet everybody in one quick. You know, Midsummer is notorious for having lots of characters that are, you know, unique to that episode. So Sarah and John go to the retirement party for Elaine Bennett and everybody's there.
1: But if you're going to watch this episode like a maniac, you spend 40 minutes trying to figure out what the violin cello book is that he's reading from.
0: You mean the man playing the cello? Yes, he's actually playing the cello. And his he has a violin cello music it, book on his stand? Yes. Shock.
1: And it's a Bach book. I looked everywhere for that book.
0: Why? <laughs> what does it matter? To find the book. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It is what it says. Yep. If it was like, you know, Windows XP instructions, no, I would understand no, you looking into I just, it.
1: I just wanted to see it. I, I just wanted to see if I could find it. And boy, I ended up down a rabbit hole. Okay. Yep.
0: We find out that Elaine Bennett is unpleasant from like the first minute we meet her. Yes. And we find out that DCI Sebastian Cabot is awesome. Yes. He's a mentor of John's. He calls him young Barnaby. Young Barnaby. Which I'm sure Tom would love to hear. Yeah. Because that makes him old Barnaby, right? (laughs) That's not good. John doesn't even know her. No. He's, he's only a, there to represent the station. Yeah. So I, I don't even know why they had to go.
1: And she makes a, a note here about Hendon, which is the mm-hmm. police college. Mm-hmm. So I did some research into uh women UK police officers. Yeah. So these are arresting officers.
0: Because she's a it, detective chief superintendent. Okay. Like, she's way up there.
1: So- why it's important to say first arresting officer is because there were women in the police force very early on who were matrons.
0: WPCs, too, yeah. Yeah. who were women police constables. Yes. And they were given jobs like enforcing morality rules yeah. or, or um, like accompanying women who were arrested. They didn't really have any real police duties no. at, in, initially.
1: So how when do you think the first... Constable in the UK. With Police. with
0: arresting rights? With arresting rights. I would say
1: 1958. 1915. Oh. Edith Smith. Pretty crazy lady. That's she, pretty early. She was super interesting. She, there's lots of plaques up about her in, in the UK and stuff I like that. I think she was part of the suffrage movement, too. I think she was, mm-hmm. in fact, part of the suffrage movement. The earliest... Chief superintendent uh, was Elizabeth Bather in 1949 at the Metropolitan Police Services. Wow. Yeah. That's way earlier than I would have guessed. She's probably a super interesting woman also. Elizabeth
0: Bather. She's tough. I know that. Yeah. If you get to that, kind of rank that early. Uh, Elaine is political, obviously. Yeah. She may have been very good at her job, but what everybody talks about is how she was on every committee. She led every initiative she could. She's a climber. Yeah. Right? Right. So obviously when you're a climber like that, you might step on some people on your way up and this party's just full of people she stepped on.
1: Well, Sebastian Cabot, he may be nice, but he talks out of both sides of his mouth about people.
0: Yeah, but he's sort of charming. I guess. He's played by Tom Conti, who's been in everything. Yes including back in the 80s he like starred in movies like he's on the poster yeah like the only person on the poster yeah he was so big back then and they immediately start talking about the chalice court retirement community where she's moving to that's a big deal because apparently they initially didn't want her there
1: she's not moving there she's moved there she lives there all her stuff is there and they seem to be been there for a while she's quite settled in yeah
0: and apparently is a multimillionaire from the stuff in her house. Yeah. We'll talk about that oh, in a second. We
1: will talk about that.
0: So she she dies pretty quickly. I mean, even yep. I mean, she dies in the cold opening before the credits, she's dead.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you know, we spoil everything, okay? We're well, gonna give it away.
1: Let's let's deal with the problems of this when we get to the scene of the crime. Okay. okay. So the titles go over there's a police car in the titles, then there's a award for bravery. It's a bunch of cop regalia. No. There's one thing that's definitely not cop regalia. What? There's a, a trophy for a sporting event. Did you see it? Yes. What was it? Rugby. No. No? It's triple jump. It's oh. hop, skip, and jump. It says hop, skip, and jump on it. <laughs> why there is a hop, skip, and jump trophy, I do not know. That's Why is there a trophy for hop, skip, jump? Okay. okay. I'm going to tell you why there's a trophy for hop, skip, jump. Yes, you are. People are like, get to the murder. And we're like, no, no, hop, skip, jump. First of all, hop, skip, jump or triple jump.
0: Wait, Wait a minute. They can't be interchangeable. Triple jump makes it sound like a horse jumping or like long jumping. Hop, skip, jump sounds like hopscotch awards. I know they may call it both. But they shouldn't.
1: They also tend to call it hop, step, and jump. Oh, that's a big difference. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, triple jump. You're giving it the what classy you, name. What do you think is the world record for triple jump? Now, it goes from the spot where the first hop happens.
0: Okay, so you you hop as far as you can. Then you skip. Then you skip one step, and then you jump again? Now,
1: this is an Olympic event. This is what? A, this is an ancient Olympic event and a modern Olympic event. Is the hop and the skip just to give you momentum for the jump? I think so. It's like a propelled long jump.
0: So instead of running before you jump, you hop, skip,
1: then jump? Yes, and it starts from the first hop. 10 meters. Okay, the world record by Jonathan Edwards in nineteen eighty eight. 1995, he's British, 18.29 meters. Man. 60 feet. in one hop, one skip, and one jump. One hop, one skip, one jump. We got to watch footage of that. The woman's uh, world record is 15.74 meters set by a woman named... Yulamar, which I think is a kind of cool first name. Rojas, who is from Venezuela. Mm. And she said it in 2022 at the World Indoor Games. I, believe.
0: I can take it a little bit more seriously if it's basically the long jump with a different lead up. Yes. But uh, okay. it's an Olympic event. That's that's more serious. Hop, skip, jump sounds like competitive hopscotch.
1: Yes. This is why it takes me three and a half hours to watch an episode. <laughs>
0: Now can we talk about a dead body?
1: So scene of the crime. First of all, there's no braking shown. Mm. So
0: Elaine's car has gone into a tree at full speed, apparently.
1: Yes. And mm.
0: the airbag's gone off.
1: Now there's
0: a it looks like crack her, he- in the windshield. Yeah, it looks like her head hit the windshield and then because she didn't have a seatbelt
1: on. Yes. So she goes over the airbag, hits the windshield, and then comes yeah, back. Yeah, comes back down into the seat. Oh. But that but the brake line has been cut. Yeah. Now, what do you think about that? Uh, this makes no sense to me at all. Okay. There's a couple of reasons why it makes no sense. First of all, a modern car, and that's a modern car. Oh, yeah. It's won't a nice car. go anywhere. No. If your brake line is cut. No. You because, can't
0: start a car without putting your foot on the brake first. Yeah, you have to hold your foot it, on the brake and, and then you can start it.
1: it. And it, it's immediate. If that brake line is cut, your brakes don't work. Second of all, there would be a million warning lights going off. Even if car. it
0: was an old car. Yeah. I can, is she parked in a takeoff spot? Like where she doesn't have to back out or turn at the gates or anything where she wouldn't have to break at all until she got to that
1: point. And it's her son who's driving in actual. Fact.
0: And I don't know how that works either. I don't
1: know how that actually works because how is like, how is he driving? Then does the crash, then does the smash on the windshield with the airbag and move her and then cut the brake cable. It's, it. And the, if, if they cut the brake cable there, there would be brake cable. Brake fluid. Brake fluid right there. A puddle of brake fluid. They would fluid be there. like, it was cut right here.
0: Yeah. They would have, that puddle would be there wherever it was cut, unless he had a bowl or something. There's
1: a whole bunch of handshaking shaking in front of faces here, like, oh, don't pay attention. Yeah.
0: Don't look here. Don't look here. And I think we'll have to come back to it later, because when they do the denouement, and he yeah. talks about his crimes... Um, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot wrong. There's tons wrong. Sarah's so, chairing the county fair, which is the least fair I've ever seen. Oh. It looks more like a charity fundraiser.
1: Yeah. W- there's no rides. I want to cover the fair at the end because it there's room for improvement. There's no rides. There's no rides.
0: There's Elaine, her husband, Damien. They got married when they both had young children and had separated yes. from their prior partners. And so they have, there's there's two kids, Lionel. And Maddie. Yes. Right? Maddie
1: who's nice, who wears very nice clothes, who doesn't need to be in this episode at all. No. Just there's no reason for no. her to be here.
0: She's there to be sad. Yeah. To be a good the good child. Yes. Who is genuinely upset yes. that both of her parents get killed.
1: They they have a discussion. Her and Winter have a discussion with those weird swing set things over the plants. Do you know what they are?
0: So those are trellises for climbing plants. Okay. They're just There just aren't any climbing plants at that time. This is spring, so there's a lot of tulips there. This place, Chalice Court, clearly is a country manor converted into apartments and condos.
1: And they've moved in.
0: Their kitchen alone is like a half a million dollars.
1: Well, I can tell you where they save money. Where? Where? Well, they got furniture. All, they got all their booze in another spot. Do you know where they got their booze? No. They got the same bottle of booze from the Doomsday Prepper.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's the same brand. It's
1: the same <laughs> brand of booze. That
0: makes sense. They also It saved,
1: doesn't have a W on it, though. That's good. Yeah.
0: They also saved money by filling their house with garden furniture. Yeah. Everything's wicker. Yeah. It all looks like it should be out on the porch.
1: I was sleeping heavily.
0: But what floored me is this kitchen, okay? I'm a cook. I like kitchens. And I hate our kitchen, so I pay attention to nice ones. Not only do they have a backsplash of tile that is just- Gorgeous. Amazingly beautiful tile. Yep. They have a pot filler above the stove. Yes. Which is a tap just to fill
1: big pasta pots. Yes.
0: Because, oh- I can't be bothered to fill this pot with
1: water and carry it from the sink. Never mind there's only two of them who live there because I would assume the daughter lives somewhere else and yeah. the son certainly lives so somewhere So how
0: many big pasta pots are they filling? I don't know. They have a farm sink, yeah, which anybody who knows anything about sinks drools over. Yep. But they also have a six-burner aga. Yep. Okay?
1: Now, is it a gas aga? Because, you know... There's been a lot of talk about gas agas. It could
0: be a dual fuel aga. Yeah. There's lots of different ones. Yeah. Okay, but it is a a six door. All right, so there's six doors on the front. Yep, two three rows of two, and there's like I th- I think there's eight or twelve burners, and and yeah. y- you can have a, a griddle or something in the middle. They okay. could
1: cook for the entire <clears throat> court.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they could cook for everybody. How much do you think that stove costs? You know, agas are expensive. Right.
1: $25,000. Yes. Wow.
0: Yes. And Sebastian has one too. Like when Sebastian is selling toy cars to, to make money, all they've got to do is sell their freaking stove. Yeah. <laughs> sell your stove. It's worth 50 grand. Yeah. Because theirs is even bigger.
1: And they're haggling over the windscreen and who's going to get it fixed.
0: Yeah. When, when they have oh, stoves that cost more than my car. How much do cops make? Yeah. Not that kind of money. I don't know. Woo! Even, even Giles Franklin, who whose wife is dead, he's kind of, he's not smarmy, but he's kind of messy looking. Yep. He wears a brown suit. His living room looks like a museum.
1: Yeah. His living room is obviously the Chinese room. Yes. Because it has priceless works of Chinese art in it.
0: Yes. Elaine's Kitchen has an entire glass front cabinet full of willow pattern dishes yes. that they probably never use. So. Oh, I hate and these people. Never
1: mind the stained glass, and we'll get there. But wow, yeah.
0: <laughs> We're already way too pedantic, baby. I mean, we are neck deep. So so, so Damien go. is an alcoholic. Yes. He was passed out the night before when Elaine died. He used to be a cop. He got kicked off the force under suspicious circumstances related to a big robbery. So he's kind of a bitter guy.
1: Yep. And he's now drinking. His,
0: and now his wife is dead under suspicious circumstances. But
1: he's going to investigate.
0: And he's very unhappy. Yeah. So we've got Lionel and Maddie, his kids, being very supportive of him. They seem like they genuinely care.
1: I'm sorry I killed mom, but I feel sorry for you.
0: Yes. I did it. But here's some coffee. Yes. Yeah. What are we
1: going to do?
0: And Lionel has a wife, uh, Jen, and a little baby named Freya, who's adorable. Oh,
1: she's super adorable. And she at least makes sounds as opposed to Betty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They paid Freya more than Betty.
1: Meanwhile, back at the cop shop, we get chalicecourtretirement.co.uk. Yeah. Which has our first Watch Like a Maniac instance in it. Watch Like a Maniac.
0: Live chat. Yes. Who's doing the live chat on the Chalice Court website? I I,
1: I think it's the guy who, who drills the computer. Got <laughs> Giles. It's yeah, got to be Giles. I, I think it has to be Giles. Um, Just so you know, in the, in the future of this episode, we're just going to play the chimes for the Watch Like a Maniac.
0: Not After the, the first one. Yeah. So
1: you won't get tired of that so sound. You, you won't get. We'll just play the chimes. But we have another question from there, which is, what are the multicolored things in the cop shop? They're recycling bins.
0: Yes. Which is not weird. We know about recycling bins. We're not stupid. No. But these are weirdly shaped recycling bins.
1: And why they're in there, like not
0: in a common area. They're they're like basically in Barnaby's chair.
1: Yeah. The whole (laughs) cop shop has some problems in it. Well,
0: they clearly wanted to make it look busier and more, like, occupied. There's far more... Background artists, yes. What we used to call extras—they're background artists. There's background artists doing background busy things like scratching their chin or talking to each other, exchanging files, yep. and but nobody, nobody goes anywhere near the recycling bins. No, no, <clears throat> one. they're they're kind of frightening.
1: Barnaby has some weird stuff on his desk in this scene. He's he got ha- a
0: calculator. Why
1: does he have a calculator?
0: Doesn't he have a phone? I, Never mind. He has a computer, computer right, right there. Then
1: he has a bunch of tabbed index cards in a little. Been. Well, that's a, that's that's phone contact. Maybe but I don't know anybody who keeps them that way. The but. two the two weirdest things is he clearly has a folded roadmap on top of his outbox that makes him look like he's busy. I, going places. When was the last time you touched a roadmap? Uh,
0: Thirty years ago. Yeah,
1: and then on the disc in the background there are windmills. Now, not windmills like Dutch windmills. Windmills like modern windmills that are there to collect wind energy. <laughs> they're about, like
0: the like the hot air of the office is, is being reclaimed as wind power? Is that what you're saying? They're about
1: a foot high. Uh-huh. They're not moving, but there's <laughs> at least four of them. What? Now I've cursed you all because every time they go to the cop shop in the following two episodes, you will be staring at and the looking. At win- the
0: model windmills Looking that are for the wa-
1: model windmills. There's one on top of the file cabinet. There's one by scratchy face. <laughs>
0: Chin rubber. Yeah. Did somebody uh, criticize Midsummer for not being green
1: enough? I don't know. They're they're, like, look,
0: recycling bins. We're right there. And we were even using wind energy in the office. That's not how it works. No. (laughs) Winter, this is your shift to blow on the windmill. (laughs) We got to power these computers somehow. Somehow we
1: must power these computers. (laughs) He's over there. Between making phone calls. Hey, Sarah, let's go to the opening of a reclaimed bioremediation area called Red Herring Estates. (laughs) There
0: are more criminals in this episode than any episode I can remember.
1: Everybody's a bad guy in this episode. Yes. What happens after this episode is everybody goes back to jail. Yes. So the other part of this episode, and they do this... Five,
0: five. People People can go to jail after the end of this episode.
1: They do this subtly in this episode, and I'm glad it's subtle. But this is a dog episode, right? We got Simba. Yes. We got all the dogs in the stained glass. Mm-hmm. And then at the pub, there's a wall of dog portraits. The dog wall it's, in the pub. It, there's just a lot it's of right dogs. Behind Winter. There's yeah. tons of dogs in this episode, but we find out that she had Grodinger's disease. Oh,
0: let's talk about Grodinger's disease. It sounds like a the the symptoms sounds like kind of like Lou Gehrig's slash Alzheimer's yes. combined together. Yeah. Like it, it's a degenerative brain disease.
1: And that sounds horrific.
0: Oh, it sounds awful. But the name of the disease itself is completely made
1: up. Yes. And
0: I mean, did you think Schrodinger as soon as you heard it? I
1: thought Schrodinger right away.
0: <laughs> you know, like the the physicist yeah. Schrodinger with yes. Schrodinger's catch? Yes. Uh, it's a disease that's there and not there depending it, on whether you look. You might have it. You might not have it. But you know what's weird?
1: I, I did get That's right.
0: kind of the point. Yeah, is that Lionel doesn't know if he has it and he hasn't looked yet.
1: At least one, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. At he le- he is the cat. At least one search I did. It said, "Do you mean Schrodinger's?"
0: Yeah, like he he is the cat.
1: Yeah, he is. So if he's Schrodinger's cat,
0: which is now the name of the episode, <laughs> but I, mean, I think we've given him a little bit too much credit. I think so, too as we. writers. Yes, but it works. Yes,
1: it works. Well, especially after that first murder. <laughs> Call us, dudes. We'll help you. We'll tell you. We'll-
0: that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You can't cut that scene because it helps. It, yeah. it, it connects those things. Don't cut that. So Billy Bevan is the one who's doing the reclamation of the land. Yes. And he's got this sign that says, or my name's not Billy Bevan. Yes. His name's not Billy Bevan. What is his name is not Billy Bevan? <laughs> it's an alias. Yeah. It's not I like, totally picked up on that. If you know you're living under an alias, that is not the slogan <laughs> that you pick. It's just
1: ask it's just inviting people just invite- to figure out you're not who you say you are. He is both the smartest and the stupidest criminal at the same time. I comp- He's smart. He's like, uh, I didn't like how this was going, so I needed to get out of here. Then I realized that I was going to be framed for it, so I disappeared. Smart. I completely understand why he did what he did. So I came back. To what? the same place? <laughs> and put up a sign that said, if my name's not Billy Bell, <laughs> It's not. It's Brian Hurst. So what's your point? So we go to the house of- the,
0: By the way, the bioremediation with chicken poop is a real thing.
1: Yes, I, I assumed it was. I think it's super cool.
0: But the only research source I could find for it was about uh, researchers in China discovering that chicken manure could be used to clean up crude oil spills. Oh. is was only released like five years
1: ago. So we go to the doctor's house whose husband has had the cerebral hemorrhage.
0: Isn't it convenient that Ruth Cabot is a GP who just happens to live in Chalice Court.
1: Well, she's the world renowned expert on growers.
0: Who can be everybody's doctor yeah. but should be well retired herself. I, yes. I don't I don't get that. Yes. She causes everything. She
1: is the problem here.
0: Because okay. first she of all, she is one privacy of the problem. Student I'm uh, um, not student privacy. Patient privacy. She just tells everybody everything. She goes off yakety yakking at the party. Boy, you must have been glad you had that test for that lethal genetic disease that your mom has. Now, granted, I think Eileen has, uh, Elaine, sorry, has told her that that she has told Lionel. Maybe. Um, But it's no place to discuss somebody's private medical concerns. A party is not where you do it. And if she hadn't done that, Lionel wouldn't have found out like he did. And snapped.
1: No, you're absolutely right. So it's all Ruth's fault. Speaking of million-dollar homes.
0: <laughs> has nothing to do with the fact that Lionel is extremely unhinged.
1: <laughs> Speaking of million-dollar homes, there are two, four, six, eight incredibly gorgeous pieces of stained glass in this room.
0: Again, this is a converted country pile. Yep. they Their living room is, I think, what used to be the dining room yes. of this home, right? So they have that beautiful nook with those stained glass windows where she can watch her husband totter around on his walker outside, yes, and not you know
1: not be have out there cerebral hemorrhage, be
0: out there in case he needs help, yeah. And it gives them plenty of room for
1: the giant urn, big urn. Whoa, it's I like big urns on the dining room table. Wow, it's a big urn. <laughs> What do you put in like it's a
0: dark reminder of where you're gonna be in a few years <laughs> is what it is. It's like this is a retirement home. You're old. How about a big urn? Let's put it on the table.
1: The images include boars and uh foxes. They're hunting scenes. Yep. They're either
0: dogs chasing dogs animals or and- the animals that are being chased.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're Absolutely They're really, really gorgeous. Pretty. But what I like about them is the sun hits them.
0: Unlike the ones in our house,
1: the, unlike there are the no stained glass, cool
0: as those in our
1: house, or the stained glass in the other house where it's interior.
0: Yeah. Oh. Point. Okay. So that's still at Chalice Court. So yeah. both the Cabots and the Bennets have stained glass, but for the Bennets, it's inside. It's yes. between
1: rooms. Which is the missing the point of stained glass.
0: Like it does in our house. Yes. Have- please, please don't think that we have beautiful stained glass no. in our house like these hunting scenes. No. No no, no. no, 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 no. It's very 90s cut glass, frosted crapola that, but, but that we, is between
1: rooms we not two- facing outside. <laughs> Stained glass windows that are between rooms in our house. That
0: get no natural light whatsoever. No natural light at all. You just want to bust through them like the Kool-Aid man. That's what they make me want to do. Because they shouldn't be there.
1: Anyway. So I got a serious question to ask you, Sarah Barra. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the uh, portrayal of OCD and and Asperger's in this episode with the son Charlie?
0: Uh, I thought it was okay.
1: I thought it was a bit of a let's add this on.
0: Yeah. I think... Well, okay.
1: Charlie, I hate to say this, doesn't need to be here. No. He can collect Matchbox cars and be an old man. I have some weird collections. We don't need Charlie.
0: Charlie serves two purposes. One, he is the reason that the cars are there, right? But you're right. Sebastian could collect cars. Two, he is the reason why Sebastian was desperate for money. Yes. And why he... Took the money from the bank robbery. And I felt... Because he wanted to pay for care that his son needed.
1: And I felt kind of crappy about that. I didn't like that. Yeah. And... Full full disclosure, we have a child... Who has that, Asperger's. That has Asperger's. Yeah. Who's very high-functioning. He's in college. Yeah, he's in college. Um... I wish he showered more, but that has nothing to do with his Asperger's. No.
0: But because Charlie is autistic and kind of has a, a mental age that is much younger than than his actual age, yes. it means he's not a witness for anything. So let's talk about the robbery. Okay. So there's the
1: Goldman-Forbes gold- robbery. Yes.
0: It happened 30 years ago. 30 years
1: ago, before Midsummer Murders began. Yes. Because- just before. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, "Is this twenty years before?" Because if it was, that would be two thousand three, and that would be season six of Midsummer. Oh Mimora my gosh! And-
0: twenty years ago is two thousand three. Yes.
1: <laughs> but this is a special thirty years ago because they go back thirty years into the nineteen seventy in black and white land where nineteen ninety three. I was out of college <laughs> and had a place on my own and everything. It was not black and white. They land. make
0: it look like it's the mid seventies. Oh my God. It, and it's the late nineties. Like they yeah. drive up in their. Oh. The car they had to start with a crank. Yeah. <laughs> they're wearing their Bobby helmets and everything. Like, I love, I love. How it <laughs> looks total. And you know what it looks like? The flashback of the policeman discovering the loot looks like it should be Endeavor.
1: Yes. It looks like it should be Endeavor or it's the crossover with the chocolate box episode where the woman visits the patrol station in the in the in visits the guys in the cells. Yes. That's the same look. Yeah.
0: Except that wasn't even black and white. Yeah.
1: Oh boy. Winters so- has the best joke here. Maybe the best joke of the season. They stole a train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because Barnaby says, "Do you do you know about the Great Train Robbery?" He says they. St- he, he totally knows they did.
1: Totally, he's totally screwing with Barnaby, and then he says he was four. Yeah, that
0: was awesome. I love that they hid the money in Badger's Drift. Yes, because that's where drink all the bad things happen. <laughs> yep. You know, this this creepy barn was in Badger's Drift. Of course, it was.
1: <laughs> I'm like. How could the rainbirds not notice that (laughs) happened? The rainbirds would have totally saw those. They would have totally stole that money. Like Dennis driving up in the car and everything. That's where he got the money. He would have had the hearse. He would have had the hearse. He would have backed
0: it up. He would have put all the money in the back and put it in a casket and driven away. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly, this man, this. Mother Dennis and has a son Ferrari, showed up yeah. and left Club Sandwiches. <laughs> they don't make enough
0: money to afford that house <laughs> with their little eerie. Yeah, they totally were in on the
1: Goldman Forge job. Okay, so I have a question, Sarah.
0: And, and and Bennett, Damian Bennett gets run out of the police under a rumor. That he embezzled some of the found money, that he took it. But it was really Cabot. But it was really Sebastian Okay,
1: Cabot. Sarah, you walk into a room full of money mm-hmm. in bags. They did ask crap job of hiding the money Mm -hmm. they say it's in an outhouse where all the american people go
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a toilet it's a toilet it's an outbuilding it's it's an
1: outbuilding right you walk into a room full of money okay you're a cop you know you can get away with it how much are you taking not three hundred thousand. no i'm taking a handful i'll take my my wife out for a nice meal
0: four stacks
1: maybe and then four
0: banded stacks
1: enough that i could take it to a bank and put it in the bank yes and not be weird. Like, no
0: more than I could fit in my inside pockets of my jacket. Yeah. And any, you, any
1: thought and of I'm not sorry, doing, yes, I would do that. Oh, I would so do it too. Everybody would do it. <laughs> no one on earth would. There were millions of dollars yes, there. Yes, yes. And plus it was 1993. Wild and crazy black and white times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yakety saxes is playing everywhere. people just stealing money.
1: Well, you know, Kylie Minogue jokes and all sorts of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is she still alive? Kylie yes, is. of yes, course she is.
1: Kylie Minogue is still but alive.
0: But they 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 talk about her like she's the big bopper, like, oh, you know, way back then. <laughs> wow. And there's that wall of dog pictures in the pub, which yeah. I I just don't understand. Yes. I, I I guess it's a hunting pub. Those are all hunting dogs, Maybe. I guess. So we find out that Charlie broke Elaine's windshield. Yes. Because he was angry, justifiably so, I think. So Cabot paid to have it fixed. Yes. And then Elaine used that for blackmail? Yeah. To get into yeah.
1: Chalice Court? Because Charlie was already on caution. Oh, okay. Still, I don't
0: care. Still. No. I didn't, I didn't like no, how-
1: That wouldn't work. It's kind of flippantly understood that autistic people are violent at the drop of a hat, which is definitely not the case. I think in Sebastian Sebastian
0: person. Cabot has plenty of connections in the police. Yeah, I think if they had come around because she turned him in about it, Sebastian would have said, "We're paying for it." Yeah, and Charlie knows what he did is wrong, and he's working with his therapist at the home where he lives yep. about it.
1: And and nothing I gave else you your would job. have happened. And I gave you
0: your job. Yeah, and they would have been like, okay, boss. And plus,
1: here's $100,000 that I sold 30 years ago. <laughs> have this
0: matchbox car. It'll do you. Yeah. Uh, I don't, th- yeah, I don't think he would have given into that. I wouldn't have given into no, that.
1: I don't think so either. Not for that reason. It's time for another red herring
0: break-in. This is the worst break-in it, Poor Giles. I feel bad for Giles. I do
1: feel very bad for Giles.
0: Mostly I feel bad for Giles because he thinks that drilling into the side of a PC case will ruin it.
1: In my notes, that's not how this works. (laughs) No.
0: He would have to take the hard drive out and drill holes in the hard drive specifically. All he's doing is stopping the... He's just aerating the case. Yeah, like... With his non-chuckless drill. All the dust would come out, out, out of it. Like, that's... What it is. I haven't I mean, had a chucked drill in 20 years. Yeah. But so Not the since the Goldman is, Forbes days have I had a drill that needed a chuck key. Not since the
1: Goldman Forbes days. You know, black and white drills back then. So the chuck key mm-hmm. or tool is to cl- tighten the clamp, but it's all done within the, cl- the chuck now. I can't
0: think of a chuck Key without thinking of Chucky. Chucky. And thinking that you just have to use an angry little doll to tighten your drill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, come here, I'll
0: tighten your drill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got a Chucky, because I'm broken.
1: Yes, but there's more important things that come after that, which is the return of a place.
0: Yes, this is-, is where Winter follows in Tom Barnaby's footsteps, because he goes to... The
1: Research Dungeon. <laughs> yes. Last scene, episode 29, The Green Man, season seven, episode one. This the is research where, search dungeon. Not
0: to keep paper. Yes. In a dark, no doubt damp place. Yeah. Why is this where they keep their old files?
1: Sarah, how long did I watch this scene? <laughs> <laughs> Many times. Almost an hour, I would say. Oh, you're broken. Because I was trying desperately to see what was written on the other boxes.
0: (laughs) You're such a nerd. then
1: Winters sits down at the research dungeon table Mm -hmm. and goes to look at certain things. And they go fast past the camera. So I had to look at everything until we get to the sign out sheet hmm So did you look at the sign-out sheet? No, okay. not closely. I no. know Elaine's name's on it somewhere. Elaine's but name is on the last. I know it
0: doesn't make any sense because he's not signing anything to look at
1: those files. No, I, she no had to
0: sign that take them out of the building, I guess. On the,
1: on the day before she was to retire. No, you, you so should. So how you, did she return them you then? You should not be allowed near files, especially files in the research dungeon. Yeah,
0: I'm out of here. I'm just gonna borrow all this well, paperwork. It's Thirty
1: years ago, in Goldman Sachs time, before computers, and we Forbes. Had, Goldman Forbes, <laughs> Goldman Forbes, we had computers in 1993. They weren't very good. I was working in computers. But they weren't in very good in 1993. Now there was still a lot of paperwork then.
0: Barnaby doesn't know how to use
1: email. I mean, oh, come on. Okay. Speaking of top name on the sign-out sheet, you didn't see who it was? No. PC Tom jones
0: tom jones it's unusual what's new pussycat yep he's busy because he also sends winter an email later he's the one who sends winter the email about the pension review board that cuts giles's pension but wait it gets
1: better because he signs it out in 2003 20-year veteran, yeah. PC Tom Jones. Okay, why is he still a PC? I don't know. Because he <laughs> he's be. off doing singing. He's, <laughs> he's off on tour all the time. He's on tour <laughs> all the time. <laughs> he's getting underwear thrown at him. <laughs> PC Tom Jones is the secret hero of this episode. Yes, Because <laughs> yeah. not only does he provide. He's get, clearly
0: looking at cold cases when
1: nobody else is. He's clearly looking at cold cases in 2008. Why is he? It's the 10-year anniversary. Yeah. I guess he's like looking he for clues. And then he provides a key piece of evidence to another red herring. Yeah. For About the pension winter. review. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I saw his name in the email, I was like, Tom Jones. Tom, Tom Jones, 20 year veteran. Tom Jones. Never promoted. Never promoted. <laughs>
0: Poor guy. He just can't put in the time. He's so busy. There's some
1: woman in England going, I can't believe they found that.
0: <laughs> Somebody who does set dressing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Damien takes off. Because he's going somewhere else to do research. Yes. He's going to his shipping container incident room. My own
1: private Idaho shipping container incident incident room. room. (laughs) Yeah. Why does he have a burlap? curtain in the middle. I don't know why. uh, Why does he have it at the beginning? Why does he have it in the middle? And why is there a Cobra, a Panther, and MSN?
0: I understand the one at the door. So when he opens the door, it doesn't immediately reveal to anybody who might be standing around what's in there. Yeah. I get that. But I would think he'd have to part those curtains to get any kind of light in there when he's working on his investigation.
1: They find him tied up with red yarn. That with, wouldn't work. No, with money stuck in his mouth. That wouldn't work.
0: Well, the 50 pound note would stay in his mouth. Yeah. But
1: that 50 pound note is beautiful. I I looked at it. It's uh, the Alan Turing It's the Alan Turing note. 50 pound note which they should have done 50 years ago, but it's a beautiful like it has all sorts of interesting art on it mm-hmm. as well as uh sort of currency security stuff that's super interesting. So
0: Money's usually Pretty to look at.
1: Yeah. and All kinds I, of money. I thought it was interesting. I like money. The 50-
0: <laughs> Do you know uh, where the origin of the red yarn crime board comes from? No,
1: please, please tell me.
0: Everybody loves the red yarn crime board. Yes. First of all, why does it have to be red?
1: I don't know, but I have done at least one meme of me trying to figure something out with for a, this <laughs> podcast with a picture of the yarn board.
0: I, I was unable to find the origin, like the first instance of the Red Yarn Crime Board. Yes. But I was able uh, to find a few things that are very interesting, some sources of people who are far more obsessed with crime boards than anyone I know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. including a Tumblr that I would encourage everyone to look at. Yes. called crazywalls.tumblr.com. Okay. It's run by a guy named Phil Giff- Gifford. I'll put that in the show notes. And he he is the original in terms of he started archiving screenshots of murder boards in oh shows.
1: CSI must be. Very oh yeah, it's prominent. all over the place.
0: But lots of different kinds. Yep. Then uh this guy named Sean Gilmore kind of picked up the reins and has this this column on a website called Vault of Culture dot yes. com. He calls them narrative string theory <laughs> uh, and easily has 50 Nice. Where he has multiple screenshots of either from a movie or a show, but he's even got them from like comic books and cartoons. And
1: I think the meme one is from Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, that that one's on there too. Yeah. Um, but just a ton of different ones and talks about like how they're the same and how they're different. But the pinnacle, if you're hardcore, yes. There's a book. Oh, that's called Serial pinboarding in contemporary television.
1: Why do we not own this book?
0: Well it's coming from the library It will be delivered to my office this week okay. at some point because um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. that's how fortunate I am that the library delivers books directly to my desk.
1: Yep. Uh, I, I I do have to tell you folks that like we do have books that are like we have a book that's exclusively, Paper products used in movies and television. Yes. Because we're nerds.
0: (laughs) Nerds. But I looked at the table of contents of this book, and there are like whole chapters on thumbtacks.
1: (laughs) Oh, this book is going to be fantastic. We have to do a little reel about this book. I think it
0: came out of a dissertation.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it. Right? Yeah.
0: And it's not the only one. It's the only one that's been published as a book so far, but I found at least five more dissertations from different disciplines talking only about
1: Murder board. So, so the person who wrote this book, yes, first of all, if they knew we were talking about this book on their podcast, they would be overjoyed. Yes. And if you're interested in having them as a guest, let us know because we'll get them on. Yes. Because this is not the first incident trailer will have seen
0: it's the book is incredible the little bit of it i, I was able to read online oh i'm like
1: i cannot wait to
0: see there's it. a whole chapter on castle oh the tv show yeah, castle and can, the incident boards in castle i can't wait to see it <laughs> I cannot wait to see it. It's like a labor
1: of love that I cannot wrap my brain around. Speaking of obscure 1980s movie references, Kiss of a Spider Woman.
0: Yeah, Fleur mentions that um, because of the way Damien is up on the wall.
1: Yeah, which is like the poster for Kiss of a Spider Woman, which...
0: But that's a web.
1: Yes. Isn't it? Well, kind of. There's... These dream sequences that uh, Sonia Braga plays, movie star, goddess. It's not a movie I'm going to watch. P- kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's based on a 1976 novel, came out in 1985. Uh, William Hurt won an a Academy Award for this. Good for him. Best actor. And uh, it's really raw Julia's step forward onto the stage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very harrowing, but like... It, it's for a movie about Argentinian prisons. It has <laughs> a, a happy ending ish. a
0: misleading title, then.
1: So yeah, it I, makes
0: it sound like a horror movie. I
1: thought it was a horror movie when I Is was. That' why you watched I it. I was in sixteen, but uh, I, I quickly realized that it wasn't. But we were really into movies then, so we went to see it at probably the rep theater that we went to. Also in the background, we have a lot of paper that's repeated, but one paper in particular. Which is a Watch Like a Maniac thing that gives you how many years the criminals go away for.
0: Right, because they catch everybody but Brian. Yes. And they do 173 years combined.
1: Now, how many criminals are there? Four, I think. There are eight. Oh, okay. There are eight pictures. All Um, I know is that there's one woman... There's one in woman in the mugshots. There's one woman and that one person is named and his last name is Craig and he gets 30 years. Ah, okay. So they roughly get if there's 8 of them and, and it's, it's equal it's roughly around 30 years apiece. Yeah. Which would mean they would be out right now, which would be a very interesting plot point to put in this episode.
0: Yeah, because the chances of them doing their full sentences it's pretty slim Wouldn't that Most be Most people don't
1: it, it says they're all dead now I'm like Well they all died early And I'd be looking at Billy Bevelins
0: Yeah Going uh, Billy Yeah Something happened Did you take them out One at a time As they left prison
1: look, <laughs> Or my name's
0: not Billy bevan <laughs> Look there's chicken poop On the floor Then we go back To the cop shop And we get another Watch like a maniac Because Winter is trying to figure out what What? the notes mean. He said the MSM could be mainstream media. Yes. Or Miami Sound Machine.
1: Yes. Which he then says a band from the 70s, which we were like, no. no. I'm sorry, sir. But Miami Sound Machine is an 80s band. Yeah. But but we were wrong. We were wrong.
0: They were founded in 77. Yes. So Gloria Esteban and, and her crew.
1: Come on, baby. We're doing. Can you do the conga?
0: The rhythm is going to get you all the, the way back rhythm, to 1977.
1: The rhythm is going to get you.
0: Miami Sound Machine. Which is a song I wish I'd never had to remember ever. Oh. So then Billy is at Barnaby's house, chilling yeah. with Sarah, having a drink.
1: That's super Now granted, weird. he's drinking
0: water. She's having a glass of wine, because yeah. that's all she ever has, unless it's breakfast. Yeah. Uh, which he- Get out uh, of the car with your shoes! John must have been a little bit surprised by- like, um, hello, what are you doing here?
1: The, the problem I have with this scene is that when he leaves, John doesn't walk him to the door. First of all, John would have walked him to the door with her.
0: Yeah, to make sure he didn't look around and put his yep. hand in a drawer or whatever. Because yep. that's what John would have done.
1: But then John takes the glass, which I completely have no problem with. Mm-hmm. This man has no history before 1985. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Get his fingerprints. Yeah. Absolutely have no problem with this. What I have a problem with is Sarah not coming in and going, you got his fingerprints right. She should have been like totally aware he was doing that because she knows him. She's been married to this man for. No, he pretends he's not doing it. Yeah. And blows his nose on
0: the handkerchief.
1: And she knows.
0: I think, I think he covers it up because it would be easy for her to misinterpret why he's suspicious. I guess. This guy has come to graciously offer a plot of land for the county fair because she's lost the farm that she was that was supposed to host it and that's putting her under a lot of stress. And he doesn't want to knock that because Billy's doing something very nice. Even if he is suspicious of him, he's solving a problem. Yeah. So you don't want to badmouth him to Sarah. I guess. Because she's under enough stress as it is. I think that's why he hides it. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. That's why I think
1: he hides it. This is the point where Tom says, I was at the groundbreaking yesterday. And I'm like, what? That
0: was just yesterday? That
1: was 40 minutes ago in the episode.
0: So wait a minute. So Elaine dies. Her car crashes in the morning. Yep. The day after the retirement party. Yep. The groundbreaking is the same day? Yes. So her kids pull themselves together and go to the groundbreaking the few hours after they found out their mom is dead? Yes.
1: Oh, that's too soon. Then everything, including the fake robbery happens.
0: On the same day?
1: The day before. That night. He goes, I was at the groundbreaking yesterday. I'm like, that's a bad line. It had to have been. It's, all he needed to say was, I was at the groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. The yesterday screws up that line. They move some scenes around and they miss that word.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. And the, the next time they're at the um, retirement home at Chalice Court after they they confront Franklin Giles Franklin about breaking in and yep. drilling the holes and everything in his immaculate
1: um, Chinese room. <sighs>
0: living room. When they come out, the pub flyer is on the windshield wiper. Yes. Now they've made a point. About how difficult it is to get into Chalice Court, how you have to have the code for the gate and a fob to get in.
1: Several times.
0: And yet somebody's come in and put flyers on their cars? put flyers
1: on your cars.
0: I, I don't... Even, yeah. if, I mean, th- there's been a crime there, so there's police going in and out, so I can imagine that the gate is open, Amen. but I can't imagine a flyer person going, I'm going to go in there and put flyers on three cars. No. I don't I don't know why they'd waste time doing no. that. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think the pub flyer would be there, but it's convenient because it's a piece of evidence that they need to prove that Sam Angles, who we haven't even mentioned. We haven't even mentioned. Yet, yet, because and, he's such a red herring.
1: Okay, Does Sam live in a tent? No, he lives on a boat. He lives on a boat, but he has a tent that is there. Yeah. But it clearly says no parking in the boat area.
0: Well, maybe he's just stopped there. Maybe.
1: I don't know. And if he has a boat and no job, how is he paying for that coal? I've been watching way too many He doesn't have a
0: narrow boat. He has um, like a leisure boat that looks really old and yucky. Okay, okay. It doesn't look like a nice boat, which is why he's... Under the awning on the on the grass because I don't think his boat's big enough to really hang out on.
1: I don't think so either.
0: He's making threats.
1: To Lionel
0: and Lionel's wife. He
1: makes threats, but then as soon as Lionel shows some backbone, he's like, "Ah, I'm out of here. Well, he doesn't want to get beat up. No. He's used to being able to intimidate people. I guess.
0: But doesn't he have a
1: legitimate beef? Doesn't
0: Lionel actually owe him money?
1: Lionel does actually owe him money. And the best bit of writing in the episode, the best part of writing in the episode, I think, is when he says, and I felt the pull when he was... Down on his luck. And he was thinking about robbing places. Yeah. That is honest writing. Like, that's really good If writing. you're a
0: recovering criminal. And mm-hmm. I thought
1: it was really good acting. Doesn't I, want
0: to reoffend.
1: I think yeah. he's wasted in this episode. Yeah. He's well, a good actor. When
0: he confronts um, Jen when she's carrying Freya. Yeah. And he sort of just comes closer to her and he's smiling. I was scared yeah. the first time I watched it. Like, oh, he's and when
1: going to hurt her. When the son intimidates him, he looks scared too. When Lionel slams yeah. him up against a wall. Yeah. Which is, by the way... The a moment it was confirmed for
0: me that, that Lionel a psycho. was the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> was the
1: killer. Yeah.
0: So Elaine was the chair of the committee that cut Franklin's pension. Yes. So he has a reason to hate her. So right. He has a motive.
1: The last day here is very weird in terms of timing. In terms of Jamie at the cop shop, Jamie being at the fair. And Jamie going other places. Yeah. It's it's really weirdly cut. And he goes back and forth And the whole time
0: he's doing that, Barnaby's just at the fair.
1: Trying to put together the stocks, which apparently are the most difficult thing. To me, it
0: looks like two boards need to go between two other boards. Yeah, and
1: then you're done. But luckily Melling went to the craft yurt.
0: (laughs) Melling, Sonder, and Mueller valuations have a booth there.
1: Yes. So I read all those signs.
0: Whoever did the graphic design for this needs a lesson okay. because they use 14 point type on a poster yep. and leave all this empty space. So all the text is too small to read. It would never work. I, I don't, I don't, it's like, they're not charging you by the inch.
1: Just use the space. It's not their problem. It's not the bit. Well, well the first thing when it said Melling Sonder and Mueller valuations, I was like, love joy Antiques roadshow. Are you in there?
0: <laughs> Are you in there? Love joy. That'd be great.
1: Then the second thing I saw was they piled the comics in a way that is detrimental to the comics. Again. They're not covered. They just
0: stack them up. If
1: those are anti-comics, you are doing damage to them.
0: Oh, no. Uh, We have a pile of offenders now. Yes. Okay. Because... That are all in the same place. We put it together that Cabot ha- gave a false alibi for where he was when he actually found the money in the outhouse before he came back there with Damien Bennett,
1: and no one noticed.
0: And nobody noticed. Which
1: I I At actually the time, like that Nobody part. know.
0: Yeah he he was nervous about it, but he got away with it. Nobody noticed. I love that Cabot accepts that he's been caught. He doesn't lie. He doesn't deny. And he gives Barnaby and Winter credit and he says, for being good detectives. He says,
1: I knew you were going to get it.
0: Yeah. And he's kind of proud of them, yeah. unfortunately, because it's him that they've caught. Yeah. Right? So we've got Cabot, who embezzled, like, embezzled, stole 300 grand. Yeah. Let Damien have this horrible rumor about him that pushed him out of the police and turned him into an alcoholic and everything else. Yeah.
1: By the way, do you think he's going to the pogie for that? Who, it's 30 years. Sebastian? Yeah.
0: I don't know what the
1: statute of limitations is. On Like that's a lot of money, so it's a felony. Yeah. But it's a big chunk of money. It's a big chunk of money. But I I, I think and again, oh hi judge, are we going lawn bowling next weekend?
0: Well, let's talk about all of the the charges in a pile. Okay. Okay. So we've got Sebastian admitting that he stole $300,000, let Damien have a shadow over his career that basically ruined his life yep. and didn't do anything about it yep. because I don't know how he could have no, um, without admitting that he did it, right? Then they put together that Lionel, because of the chicken poo, yes. is the killer.
1: Because he wasn't told about... His mother's groaning nurse.
0: Right. So he wasn't tested because she didn't tell him. And when he confronted her, she said, well, by the time I was going to tell you, Jen was pregnant and I didn't want you to terminate the pregnancy because that's my grandchild. It's my Her grandchild. reaction to that confrontation is so selfish oh, and condescending no and
1: awful. No human being should ever be pushed, but-
0: I understand why he does it. It's I not right, his but rage. I understand. Yes, because she has done this super selfish thing that has put him in danger, his daughter in danger, and she doesn't think she's done anything wrong. Yes, well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No. because he doesn't either.
1: No, it it. I like that part of it, that he learned his selfishness from her.
0: Oh, yeah. I learned it from you. I learned it from you. But let's talk about that night, okay? They come home from the party. It's midnight. They have the confrontation. Damien is in the next room, passed out drunk.
1: So he's there. He's drinking the the prepper booze. Yes, he's
0: drinking prepper booze in the next room, passed out. He's there the whole time. Lionel shoves his mom. She falls, hits her head, and dies. On
1: some multi-million dollar piece of furniture. Yes,
0: And dies, which I think is kind of unlikely.
1: So, like, let's say 1230 she dies. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He drives her car out. At 5 a.m. And we'll talk about how he does that in a minute. I would like to know a theory. Between 1230 and 5, Damien's passed out and Lionel has a body. Yep. I assume a head injury that kills you would cause you to bleed. Yeah. So does he spend five hours cleaning the carpet? I guess. So there's no blood stain on the carpet? I'm impressed. I want to know what his secret is.
1: I. <laughs> He could do a little Sudoku, too. Because that's a difficult
0: stain, Read right? a little
1: book. And-
0: he hangs out with his dead mother for five hours. Yeah.
1: What is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? And Well, he's trying to figure out how, to, like, okay, so this is what happens.
0: This is the Norman Bates window he gets, right here. He gets so this in five the car.
1: Hours. He gets, okay, so he drags her body up to the car. Mm-hmm. And then he opens up the car door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and it's amazing he does this because- She's not a slight woman. No. So he pushes the car seat back as far as it will go. Mm. Okay. So now he gets into the car. Okay. Now he reaches outside of the car and pulls her body on top of him.
0: Oh, you think she rides in his lap? Yes. Oh, okay. So okay.
1: he's the lap rider. That makes rider. sense.
0: So so that means that he doesn't have to dive out of the car. He nope. uses her as an airbag. So, okay.
1: So, and just because he's so crazy, because that's why she has no seatbelt on, because he has
0: the seatbelt on. No, because it can't go around both of them. It
1: can't go around both of them. It can only go around him. So he has the seatbelt on. Yeah. And he's or got neither of them his do
0: because he has her wedged between him and the steering wheel.
1: Yep. Then he drives down the road. Yes. Okay. And he runs into the tree. Right. She comes off his lap. Into, into the window, windshield.
0: Back down back into down his lap. Again.
1: Oof. Oof. But he's protected. Right. He's got that human airbag. Yes. Which
0: may be the name of the episode. My mom, the human airbag. <laughs> My mom, the human airbag. <laughs> Then he has to slide out from underneath her, yeah, it. Slides cut, cut the brake line, capture the brake fluid. All the brake All fluid, the fluid. In a jar? In a
1: jar, maybe?
0: A hooch bottle? Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's what he gives to Damien later. Here's maybe. some brake fluid.
1: <laughs> then, then he goes home. No, yeah. his wife, who has a baby. Has been
0: home alone all home night. Home
1: alone all night. Yeah. He's the worst, I'm the best father ever. Yeah. He goes home, and then he gets ready for the the opening of the housing thing.
0: No, he goes home and waits for the call that they found her dead to come back to the house to comfort Maddie and Damien.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then he goes to And them. polish
0: their pot filler or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> Ogle there, Aga. No, he has one too. Yes.
1: He has one too. Oh, I know. There's a lot of money in gardening. I'm Didn't a
0: little you know that? jealous of the stoves in this episode.
1: What does he do for five hours with a dead body? <laughs> He's figuring out how to drive. I, I wonder if he put her hands on the wheel yeah. too and held her hands. And it was like, it was this like word? a marionette
0: puppet driving. Yeah. Maybe he sat in the He's tall Maybe he sat in the back seat And put his arms around her But he
1: couldn't reach the pedals
0: If he's under No, all he has to do is Wedge your foot on the gas Because they're just going
1: No, I I think The way he did it was He put mom in his lap
0: He could have sat in the passenger side And driven from over there
1: Uh, It'd be more difficult He's certainly less funny.
0: He certainly couldn't put her in the back, drive the car, crash the car, get out, put her in the front seat and make it look like she'd been there no. the whole time. No. That wouldn't work. No. He couldn't dive out no. and the car keep going. No. That wouldn't work. I think your theory is the only way it yep. would work. I think he had to have dead mom in his lap.
1: My mother the human air. <laughs> <laughs> We're dark.
0: I think that's, I can't I think make you're that, right. that's,
1: I can't make that the title because it gives it's it away. Too spoilery, but.
0: but I think I think that's the only way he Definitely. could have done it. Then when he kills Damien, he hits him in the head with a hammer. Wham!
1: Wham! Wham! That is so he, violent. He is
0: now suddenly super violent guy. Like, like the first would not have killed him. No. It probably wouldn't knock him out. No, but it no. would punch a hole in his skull. Oh, he becomes a serial killer. And then he hits him. Two more times. And then displays
1: the body. like, and Well, he's good he's, at heaving dead bodies now. He has a thing for displaying he, dead bodies. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but he's a good dad. And it's all their fault because they didn't tell him.
1: I have a 50% chance of this disease and so does my child. That's not how genetics work. No.
0: So not only does he play—it's
1: like I exist in the show, yeah—and in the middle of these incredibly dramatic scenes, I run and go. That's not how genetics work. And they cut you yes. from the final edit because
0: you ruin everything.
1: Ben, yes, that is a computer language, but yeah. no, it doesn't happen that way.
0: You're just not a very good background artist, honey. That
1: live chat thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we would be the worst people on the set ever.
0: (laughs) They'd be like, okay, you've won this prize. Your job is to stand in the back, bustle around, make photocopies. Yeah. And we keep turning around going,
1: that's not how it works. Yeah, we the only way this is what's going to happen season 24. We're going to get the call, they're going to need podcasters who get killed in the cold opening, and that is going to be us.
0: No, podcasters who are already dead in the cold opening, they would only trust us to be corpses. (laughs) (laughs) and then they would sit
1: around and judge us on (laughs) the (laughs) table
0: because we couldn't talk and you would be like holding a note that says that's not how it works in your hands that they would have to cgi out like why is that corpse shaking its head no (laughs) that's not how that's supposed to happen yes He's seething. Why is he seething? Corpses
1: don't seethe. I tell you, it's not how I, I tell you why I'm seething. Not only is this a weird death, not only is it weird about the whole money thing, not only is it like racial politics and the police and autism dropped in out of nowhere in this episode, but oh my god, this is the worst county fair ever. <sighs> it has a craft yurt, <laughs> uh candy floss. Candy floss. An evaluation hut. A a bake stand that includes pizza. Yes. And a demonstration of sheepdogs. The sheepdogs are good. And a very cool, older-looking Sikh man.
0: And... Who's,
1: like, he's really tall.
0: Yeah, he's really tall. And then there's winter in the stocks... Yeah. As Terrence T. Leaf. And they throw sponges at his face, which I guess is better than a dunk tank.
1: And that's a better game for little kids. But it's not a fair thing. <laughs> there are no rides. There's no
0: rides. <laughs> hey. So we have five criminals. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go through them. Yeah. So Sebastian Cabot. Yeah. Theft of evidence. Money laundering. Yes. Okay. At least. Yeah. Giles Franklin embezzled.
1: Yes. But he saved himself at the end because his doggie saved the... Saved the day. Because he day. caught...
0: Because Simba, Simba caught Lionel. Simba is the real hero
1: of yes. this episode.
0: So Giles, embezzlement. Yep. Theft. Waste of police time. Yes. Burglary or attempted burglary. Yep. And destruction of property.
1: Yes. Okay. And using a 60-year-old drill with a chuck.
0: <laughs> That's Giles. Yep. Lionel, multiple murder. Yep. Sam, threats and blackmail. Yep. And then Billy, living under an assumed name. I'm sure he's done all kinds of illegal stuff, signing things in a name that's not his. Yep. Evading police.
1: I'm going to say the doctor also. Accessory to robbery. The doctor's also going to maybe get put up for revealing information. She'll just retire. Yeah. She's like, like, you
0: can't take my license. I retire.
1: But she's in trouble too. Everybody is in trouble.
0: Yeah. I mean, Maddie. Yeah. Maddie's okay.
1: Maddie, and it's sad. Maddie, the killer's wife, because I don't know her name. Jenny, Jenny, and the baby are really Freya. The, Are really the three that are okay? Yeah, and they can't even live at Chalice Court because no, they're not cops. They're or not retired. Allowed.
0: They can just sell everything. Who's and living roll at Chalice Court now? <laughs> well, I don't think Giles is going to go away for a long
1: time. I think. Th- all these guys are cops, and I hate to be jaded, but they're all going to be like, oh, I guess, you know, you got a dog. Well, Sam's
0: not a cop. No, He's no. out on probation. No,
1: Sam's going up the pokey. And he
0: made threats
1: yeah. and blackmailed He's somebody. He's going back. To the Scout. Yes.
0: I don't know if Billy's going to go to prison. He might for some of the real estate deals he made uh, under false names. Maybe. If there's anybody who's unhappy with any of his business deals, he's going away. He's
1: certainly in legal issues.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Lionel's definitely going away. Sebastian, I'm not sure because it's been a long time. Yeah. But it was a big amount of money and he was a police officer when he did it. And, so,
1: and it's all mixed up in this.
0: He's lucky that Damien's dead because if Damien wasn't dead, Sebastian would be. Yeah. For allowing him to take that rap. Yeah. The suspicion of stealing the money for all those years.
1: I, you know, I often, I often say that there's not enough murders sometimes. There were not enough murders in this episode and Sebastian should have went down. Yeah. Like yeah. he should have been killed. Oh, you think so? Yeah
0: there would have been a motive.
1: Yeah. And then that gets rid of the whole, like, is he going to prison or not?
0: Really? Lionel could have killed Elaine and Damien for knowing about the disease and not telling him before
1: him and his child did. Right.
0: He could have taken out Ruth. Yep. Because she was the doctor. Yep. And she was responsible and he likes to blame people. He could have been like, you didn't tell me either. Yep. You let this happen. And he could have taken out Sebastian for no reason other than if, if, Lionel had any hint about uh, Sebastian having the money? Yeah. Like, let's say he confronts Sebastian about Ruth knowing about the disease, and he must have known, because we know Ruth talks. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me either? And Sebastian offers him money. Like, look, I'll give you money. He's like, where did you get this money?
1: 30 years ago, I took 300K.
0: Yeah. And your dad kind of took the rap for it. uh, Dead. Yeah. Right? He could have killed a lot more yeah, people.
1: killed a lot more people. There's not enough murder in this Meanwhile, episode. Meanwhile,
0: Giles is like, I just embezzled the money because <coughs> they, they cut my pension <coughs> fund.
1: <coughs> and drilled a dell. I, <coughs> that's all I did. <coughs> <laughs> it's never going to do anything.
0: <laughs> he also threw paper everywhere.
1: <laughs> stepped on it with muddy boots. Yeah,
0: but he didn't have any chicken poo on his boots. No chicken poo. So he's okay. Who's the best corpse? Oh! Nice corpse, Elaine or Damien? Damien's got that mouth and he's
1: got that that money in his mouth and it doesn't move. And the yarn, yep, so much yarn. Now he wouldn't been held up by that.
0: No, he's got a harness on that's hooked to something on the wall, but it can't be comfortable. Can't be comfortable. And he's got money in his mouth.
1: Yeah, which your mouth is going to move all the time.
0: Yeah, you can't, he couldn't move his tongue. Nope. Because it wouldn't move the money. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I yep. give Damien better corpse, too. Though, Elaine, the mom airbag, does a pretty good job. Yep. Mom, mom, I got a part on Midsummer Murders. That's nice, dear.
1: Mom, mom, I got a part is clearly Chin Scratcher. <laughs> yes. We'll put a picture in the show notes of uh, the chin scratcher. All he does is
0: stroke his little goatee yeah. and look at a computer like,
1: hmm. hmm. I wonder if we had more fans in here. Wait a minute. Windmills. Oh, what if that's Tom Jones? Well, maybe that. No, no, <laughs> because Tom Jones is PC Tom Jones.
0: He'd be in a uniform. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Ah, but he'd be robbed of the right age.
1: Yes. <laughs> After the credits, everybody goes to jail. The end.
0: I have horrible movies for you! Yes! This movie is terrible. Ha! I bet Mark's seen it.
1: The return of horrible movies.
0: Which is weird because these newer episodes, so many of the actors are young that they haven't had a chance to make bad choices in their careers yet. So it's kind of hard to find horrible movies. But because this is about people who are retiring... There are older people in this episode who have mm-hmm. made some unfortunate some choices. Some
1: unfortunate choices.
0: I have 3. Okay. Horrible movies for you. Hit me up. The first one is from 2018. Okay. It's only 5 years old.
1: Only 5 years. And
0: old. Tom Conti who plays Sebastian Cabot is in it. Okay. Here is the summary. Okay. If I can read it without laughing. Okay. Bobby Johnson is a young literary sensation facing her difficult second novel. Okay. Already dealing with a crazed stalker and her junkie ex-boyfriend, Bobby is convinced by her publisher to use new smart editing software and finds herself going head-to-head with an artificial intelligence determined to write her book for her. Wow.
1: Ooh. Ooh. This, boy, this sounds horrific. Yes, it is a horrible movie. movie. Movies about writers always sound good on paper, and then you film people writing, and it's boring. It's boring. <sighs>
0: not when the AI is
1: evil. The evil AI. Well, we know all
0: AI is evil. And she's got a stalker and an ex-junkie boyfriend. I mean, she's got yeah. a lot to deal yeah, with. Yeah, she does. Then the evil AI tries who to plays, take over her brain. He plays the writer. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Do you know the name of this movie? No. It's called
1: Peripheral. Per- Is it a serial bus or? It's USB. Okay. Yes. Wow. We just took the nerd level of this joke and cranked it up to 11. Wow.
0: You didn't get that one. Peripheral. Whoop, Whoop. Yeah, it's only a five-year-old movie. Wow,
1: I need to watch that movie. It has to be pretty
0: bad. All right, next. 2007 movie. Okay. And Gary Beadle is in this, and uh, he plays Damian Bennett in this episode. Stowe is a dirty cop who's hooked on heroin, and everyone dislikes him. Because of an accident, he's put into a coma and comes out of it a better person. He wakes up wanting to put things right. (laughs) Have you seen it? No. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It stars Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Oh, my (laughs) god! That's the first Jean-Claude Van Damme reference on the podcast. Van Damme. Oh, Van Damme. Uh, I, Van, don't know this movie. It's called Until Death. Until Death. But isn't it after him? I guess. He was in a coma. He didn't uh, die. No, I guess. Yeah.
0: Wow. You are not winning this no, one. You're already two down, one Too to go.
1: No.
0: Uh, this, uh, this is a 2014 movie, <laughs> and Billy Bevins, uh, well, Jeff Francis, who plays Billy Bevins, is in it. Jeff Francis is in it. Okay? Yep. <laughs> when a devastating illness threatens to end Evan Lake's career in the CIA, he goes rogue to hunt down a terrorist who tortured him. During a mission gone awry years ago.
1: Oh, okay. This 2014.
0: Is the American movie? CIA. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and it has like a washed up action star in it. No. No?
0: It stars Nicolas Cage.
1: Oh. <laughs> we nicked Cage. Uh, really? It's the
0: only role I know of where he has gray hair.
1: Nicolas Cage, really the patron saint of horrible movies. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, no. Okay, just for fun, I'm going to read you a little bit of one of the reviews from IMDB (laughs) that I found awesome. Are you ready? Yep. The subject is, the ear is the best part. The ear? (laughs) Yes. The ear I mentioned in the summary seems to live a life of its own. My attention kept being drawn to it. In one of the battles with terrorists... Cage's character gets tortured, and his ear gets cut. After 20 years, the cut is still there and looks really awkward. At some point, I swear I could see the edge of the cut move together and mouth some words to Cage. (laughs) After rewinding, I thought I faintly heard these words. Nicholas, get out of here. You're too good for this. Save your career before it's too late. His cut
1: ear... Is, is the best fantastic part. Fantastic review.
0: This movie is called Dying of the Light.
1: Dying of the From Light. 2014. Wow.
0: This movie is so bad. <laughs> How bad is it? It is so bad that they fired the director, gave the movie to another director after filming was complete. Oh. And there are photographs of Nicolas Cage, the other starring actors, and the first director online wearing t-shirts that have the anti-disparagement clause from their contract printed on the t-shirt. Wow. Implying that basically there's a clause that says we can't say anything bad about you,
1: yeah. otherwise we would be. Wow. Wow. That's a story in itself.
0: Dying of the light. Man, Dying I'm three for three this three
1: week. Three for three. Midsummer and- Maniacs returns next week. With January 23rd episode, The Grain, A Grain of Truth.
0: Yes, we're at a mill.
1: Yes, season 23, episode three. And we know that if you have a mill involved, there's going to be problems. And lower blissing Yes. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and email. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe and or ring the bell. We need 25 subscribers.
0: If your adult child asks you to ride in their lap while they're driving, say No. They're trying to kill you.
1: They're trying to kill you. There's
0: your word of wisdom for this week.
1: We'll see you next week, maniacs. Bye, maniacs. Bye, maniacs. I immediately microsoft network
0: it's microsoft network but it's msm not msn oh that's true machine
1: skip that completely (laughs) (laughs) it's okay another thing mark got wrong